This is Behold, a VBC podcast. Our goal is to examine biblical truth that will better equip you to behold the glory of the Lord more fully in your daily life. And without further ado, here is the Behold podcast. Well, hello there, listener, beholder, and welcome to another week on the Behold podcast. This is a really exciting week here because we have a true powerhouse, three musketeer trio this week. Myself, Sean, and then my boy Dan. And who else we got, Dan? We have the lovely, the talented, the illustrious Jason Moog. And uh, maybe it's not a three musketeer thing. Maybe it's a three stooges thing, which I think oh we've done before. It's, we're, we're just some podcast stooges here, just hanging out, talking about the glory of God in the face of Christ. Right, Jason? How you feeling, bud? Right. How you feeling? I always feel weird after those intros, but you look great. You kind of look you. like you got like a slim shady vibe going on right now. Yeah, it's like the hood is up. He's got like a nondescript black hat. He's got his like you know headphones on. Headphones on. He's Ju- like about to spit some fire on this. Podcast. Yeah, he's like, hey, turn up the snare on my headphone. Turn up the snare, Mama Spaghetti. <laughs> hey, uh, the people don't know you wear big headphones. Well, maybe they do. Yeah, you. Yeah, you. I think people kind of have a picture of what. What a podcast kind of yeah, you got the big headphones like. on. We got the big headphones and the mic in your face. You look cool is what I'm trying to tell you. <laughs> well, check. <laughs> Nailed it. But how you been, man? What's uh what's new? What's good? What's uh what's been challenging? What's God doing? Those are big questions, man. Uh you know, those of you some of you don't know, my mom's been that's that's been all consuming. Uh, in some ways, in that we, because we care, my mom's been ill and been fighting cancer, and um, many of you do know that, and you've been praying, and it's, we've been really encouraged by the latest reports. Um, I think it's miraculous, and I'm looking for continual reports like that because cool. we, we we thought it was headed in such a different direction. So that's just as a update. Thank you. Now tell those, tell them a little stat because I think at, at staff meeting or some some conversation we had last week. You you got to sleep in your own bed for the first time in how many days was that? <laughs> Thirty seven. Well, you know it's funny though. Thirty seven days. Uh, but I I didn't tell you this. The Natalie and Autumn caught that cold that's been going. You guys know this yeah, is that cold yeah, that's yeah. been going around. Well, all our COVID, all our COVID nineteen mean no no. no it's like all of our all of our immune systems and stuff are down right yeah, because yeah, yeah. we haven't been getting the normal germs we've been used to. Yeah. So actually, when we when we moved back to our place, uh, they caught the cold. And so I went straight to the couch because I because all these big you know uh, speaking dates had been coming. Oh yeah, up for so me. you didn't want to get it, and I yeah. Can't, yeah, I'm like I can't. And so I actually, <laughs> so part of so that. So last night was the first. Actually, yeah, last night was the first time. Okay, so it was even longer wow. than 37. Yeah, I didn't days. do the de- I didn't do the math. But yeah. Wow, that's impressive. Yeah, that's great. Like 40 days in the desert. People don't want to know these things. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's cool because because I think it I think it just gives people an understanding of the. Just the like you said, it's all consuming. Like caring for your mom is like been like such a priority for your family, and you yeah. guys have made a lot of sacrifices to do that. And it's cool to hear how how God is um is moving in her body and like and and you know protecting her and sustaining you guys. I think it's cool. Yeah, I thought about doing an analogy. We'll maybe we'll talk about it later because this 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 text that we were in talked about gangrene. Do you remember that? Yeah, but yeah. sometimes it's translated cancer. Wow. So I thought about going that direction. Uh, but I thought I might get choked up and and be, you know, not that I'm not opposed to getting choked up, but I just thought it might be distracting. But I do think that would be interesting. I think we are going to hit it later. Yeah, yeah. we'll get there, dude. Because Nate went deep on gangrene, so we'll talk about it later. Oh, wow. Nice, okay. nice. Deep on gangrene. 
I still picture though this intro time of how many people are listening to this, washing dishes or running on the lift yeah. floor right now, and they're just like, "Get to the get." To no, the so stuff. you 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 must not listen to podcasts. I do. I this, do. This, I this do. is what there's that this banter. Is what they are, there's the yes. banter in the beginning. I know. I know. Okay. All right. Banter, well, banter. 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 Let us know. <laughs> Drop us a beat. Should we shut up earlier or not? Anyways, Hashtag quicker. Jason, yeah. enough about you. You yeah. already got your moment. Thank Dan, you. what's up in your life? What you been doing lately? Well, I just got back. I'm I'm still recovering from. You look tan. Yeah, I, I am tan. Uh, thank you for, for noticing that. I am. Thank you. Yeah. Um, it's the instant bronzer I put on every every morning. No, I'm just kidding. Um, so I I had had the great opportunity of spending the week with the high school ministry. We went up to. Um, up past Auburn to the American River, and we camped out right on the river. And then two days we we spent rafting down uh, the, um, the the yeah, different different forks of the American River. And man, dude, that that trip kicked my butt. I'll just tell you what, like I don't bounce back as as quickly as I used to. Like muscle wise. Well, just my voice is like still a little raspy. Like sleep was was obviously terrible. Um, we we were on the river like seven hours back to back both days, and it's just like if you've ever been whitewater rafting, it's like very physically demanding. You're out in the sun all day, um, you know. You're you're risking life and limb. Those <laughs> and, guides are gnarly. Oh, those guides, dude. Those guides are studs. Um, but anyway, so we we had an amazing time. But I'm still like I'm still recovering. <laughs> from that whole situation. Wow. <laughs> yeah. So I'm feeling, but I'm, but I, I'm, I, I was cool. I got to be the speaker for that week and then I got to uh, do the music. And so just got an opportunity to share my heart with, with, with people and to share from God's word. And did you speak with holding your guitar? I should have. And did I, you do it in song form? I should have. That would have been really, really a good idea. And I'll duly note that for next time. Wow. Did you, that would have been great. Did you, when you finished speaking, did you say, Let, let's call up the worship band? No, no, no. <laughs> And then hey, you turn around. hey, have you ever done that? Because because a lot of people don't know this about you, but you're you're you know obviously a very gifted communicator and speaker, but you also are an amazing uh, you know instrumentalist, vocalist, worship leader. Have you ever done that before? Have you ever been the wow, speaker those and the kind words? Oh man, uh, I'm not. Uh, yes, yeah, sorry. I I dabble in guitar. Um, <laughs> this is a lie. Hey, you should give your speedo analogy. You oh gosh, really that's a weird to thing to now. Nothing, people need to know now. They now have you, to you know. can't you can't say that and then not go there with it. Well, now that's two different questions. Uh, <laughs> Sean's uh, quickly. Sean's referring to recently. Now, long time ago, Natalie and I used to play a lot of songs together. It's when we were dating and engaged at that kind of coffee shop vibe. Yeah, and we do covers of like kind of folky James Taylor kind of stuff, and. um Winter, spring, Recently, summer, and fall. a dear friend, yeah, a dear friend of ours, uh, had a birthday party, and we, we we played at the birthday party, and we hadn't pl- I hadn't played with Natalie in front of people like that in over since Autumn was a baby, and so I they Sean and Dan were there, which was painful for me to have these musicians because it's not like for me it's not like getting back on a bike, um, singing in front of people playing guitar. It's all I felt like I've forgotten how to do it all, and so. I told them that it that it they're like it's fine just play just play you know it's like nothing it's nothing and I said no it's not nothing it's like someone has asked me to put a, it's like I was a diver in high school or college and but I haven't what was it dove you I haven't dove in dove in dove did uh, for years and now at my age now they're like hey put on a speedo and dive in front of us and I have to do that in front of all my friends 
That's, I how, you, that's how vulnerable. It I felt. thought you looked amazing in that speedo. Personally. <laughs> I thought there was no speedos yeah. involved. I was just trying to paint a picture of of how vulnerable, I and I was trying to you paint it just great. the two of you talking. Not, you guys not on did, a podcast. You guys did great. <laughs> it okay. sounded amazing. Thank so. you. Uh, coming back to what was the other thing? I was say, have you have you ever been the speaker? And oh, the, I did. Yeah, musical? I have done that. I don't like it. Okay. Yeah. It's it's it. I think it's too much. Like, hey, I'm the one man show. Yeah. 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 Although that kind of reminds me of. When Patty and I, our five-year anniversary in Italy, we did a little vow renewal just because it was fun to do that. And it was a funny moment at the end because at the end of the vows, it was like you're the officiant and the person. So the Mm. end, I was like, yeah. And, you know, as an ordained minister of the gospel of Jesus Christ, I still pronounce us husband and wife. Nice. It was like a cute little thing. (laughs) But that's how I feel about the teaching and singing thing. Anyways, I feel like five minutes ago, they're like, no, banter. Now, like, all right, shut up now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Anyways, dude. Second Timothy, yep. Jason Moe, preaching on Sunday. Nathan Baird, two weeks at the Altamont, bringing the fire. Both people, both people crushed it. What do you mean, Nathan yeah. Baird, two weeks at the Altamont? Oh, he, two, he, two weeks, weeks ago. ago. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, and I, I and I thank Nathan because it saved me. Some of the, some of this was his outline. So yeah. we're we're trying to as we're kind of going back and forth between the two campuses. We're trying to decide how much. Obviously, we do our own work and we work really hard on these things. But just how much of it should. It's collaborative. Yeah, it, it's a cooperative it, yeah, type yeah, yeah, of effort, right? and it's yeah, I think it's really healthy and good. Actually. But it's also interesting to see where we we had different directions sometimes with some things. And, yeah, and yeah, which is, which is kind of cool because I feel like the podcast has become uh, a cool place to kind of like compare and contrast. Mm. You know, as we've been offset uh, the last month or so, so it's kind of cool to, to to do that. So let's dive in, right? So we we were looking at Second uh, Timothy chapter two fourteen through nineteen. And um, my emphasis was 16 through 19. Yeah. 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 But for, that was, yeah, part two of that. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so, you know, coming out of last week, we're talking a lot about this idea of focus, right? Kind of where your mind is and where your heart is. And then now we're kind of getting into, I feel like, more of the specific dangers and warnings in that context. So I guess, Dan, you first, because Jay, that's cheating if I ask you. Mm-hmm. But as you listen to Jason, what are some of the first things that kind of jumped out about? Yeah, just some of these things with focus and the dangers of engaging with certain types of things and whatnot. Yeah, so I mean, there there was two two main things that really I've been chewing on the last couple of days, and just the first thing that you said, Jason, about how our words are powerful, mm-hmm. and Paul gives Timothy these these examples of you you called it this cr- these cringe worthy this cringe worthy moment, right? Of these. These two people who had swerved from the truth, right? That they had. What are their names again? I I, I always question. Hymenaeus. Hymenaeus and Philetus. Philetus. Yeah. I just that's how I said it. Yeah, you got to say it with confidence. <laughs> right. Whatever it is, right? No, I'm pretty sure that's what. That's what most people say. Hymenaeus and Philetus. Yeah, yeah. So, so I was just, you know, I was just. It was so good. I just felt like the Lord was speaking to me about like, um, just to to uh, like measure your words, like you know, be be careful and thoughtful, like your w- words are powerful, mm. you know? And I was thinking about, um, do you guys know who, uh, who, uh, R- Ronaldo is C- Cristiano Ronaldo. He's a, he's a soccer Bra- player. He's a Brazilian mm-hmm. footballer. Mm. And, uh, man, this, this crazy thing happened a couple weeks ago. So, uh, you know, there's these sponsors that, that do these major like tournaments and mm. press conferences and stuff. And so it's after a match, Ronaldo uh, gets up to the podium to speak and there's like this this uh, bottle of of Coke right there in front of him, like because Coke is one of the sponsors, mm-hmm. and he sits down at the bench and he takes the Coke bottle 
and he moves it off to the side, like, and and he pushes it out of the Camera. frame, so you yeah. can't see it. And then he just says one word, agua. <laughs> <laughs> and check this out: the next day, when the the Coca Cola, like, or when um the stocks went live, yeah. Coca Cola lost like four billion dollars in like market share and value. Wow! From that one word, word, one word that this guy said. Now, obviously. Most of us don't have the influence that Ronaldo has <laughs> internationally yeah. and stuff like that. But man, it just taught me, you know, the Lord was just speaking like, you got to be careful with your words because it's words are, words are powerful and they can have incredible influence, right? Well, that's funny. The, the, uh, the phrase I kept, that I said was the, the right words at the right moment. Right. Are incredibly powerful. Right. So that, that's a perfect example. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so then. And I'm then, all for agua. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. So then. Um, then I was thinking also like just about uh, that prayer in scripture of like, Lord, teach us to number our days. So to measure our words and to number our days. Mm. And I, I loved how you you talked about, you know, we, we all have just a certain amount of, you know, winters and, and summers and, and springs and falls and, and all that. And, and I thought that was really cool. And so and I thought of another famous sports guy. Do you guys know who Kirk Cousins is? He's no. a quarterback for the Minnesota Vikings. Currently? So currently. And I, I think he might be a believer. I think he might mm. be a believer just from certain things I've heard him say. But he he has this this glass jar full of rocks right outside his front door of his house. Okay. And he calculated if he lives to be 90, kind of like what you did, mm-hmm. um, he put a, a stone in there for uh, one for every month that he has left of those 90 days. Okay. And then at the end of every month. 90 years. Yeah, ninety years. Yeah. yeah, at the end of those, the each month he takes one rock out and just throws it out, wow. and so throughout the course of the year and year after year, the whole thing just starts getting lower, and he can see it like month by month. Mm. And uh, and I, I just, love visuals like that. Yeah, I love visuals like that. And uh, it, it, so it reminded me of your calendar, you know, the, your, your little PDF that you check off, and mm. and so just man, really connected to that. But but just like don't like what are we doing? Like don't let's not waste our time. You know, yeah. like let's let's be about. Um, Jesus. And I love those, those P's. Um, can you recap those P's? What were the P's? Jesus, what? Yeah, uh, I can do it. I, sorry. My brain was thinking though, if his family ever messes with him and puts, adds more rocks or takes, oh uh, yeah, that would come. <laughs> that's a mean joke. That's a mean joke. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. So I, I mentioned some P's that help, uh, help me focus on Jesus, who Jesus is and what he's all about. And it's his person, which speaks to his character, his priorities, which is the things that are most important to him and his um, precepts. precepts, which are what he teaches. His um, pre- sorry, I usually say it faster. Persons. Um, I thought it was just three. I, well, I kept repeating. So I'll, oh, okay. I, let me look. I should have it here. Yeah, yeah. Persons, priorities, precepts. Yeah. So we got the first three, and then purposes. What what his purposes are, and what his purposes are for oh, us. Oh, yeah, that's good. And then his promises. And then the, his power to fulfill those promises, Dang, that's and then good. preeminence. So I'll say it again: person, priorities, precepts, purposes, promises, power, preeminence. Oh, that's so but good! I, to say that I, five times. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But, but those for, those things I usually can if I, if I if I just mention the person, priorities, and precepts, those three things kind of yeah, remind yeah, me of the yeah. whole thing. That's person, cool. Priority, precepts. Well, what a great list for a, a, a podcast that's all about beholding the the glory of God in the face of Christ, yeah. right? Because that's those are really really important things uh, for us to cling to. So, yeah, that, that was awesome. I thought I thought it was very challenging and very um, 
I don't know, just like it was a gut check kind of message for me on Sunday, you know? What would you say? Do you remember the? Is there a phrase that I can? I, I, there's two phrases that I tried to keep repeat, or maybe three phrases that I tried to repeat over and over and over throughout the thing. Do you, can you remember them? Oh man, well I I would guess what one. Yeah. I guess one would be like keep keeping the main thing the main thing. Yep, that was one of them. Okay. Uh-huh. Um, I don't know. Can you give me a hint on on the second one? So the so the, the the that was the over the overall one was keep the main thing the main thing. Uh, Take your comus out, set it on true north, and stay the course. That's that good. sentence. Yeah. That sentence because those are the kind of the overall things that I think is that Paul is reminding Timothy in the book of Timothy. You yeah, know, or the, in both sorry, both letters. Those are like Timothy, central. That, yeah, themes, like yeah, hey, yeah. keep the main thing. This is the aim of our charge. Mm-hmm. Gospel, gospel. Don't get sidetracked. Don't get derailed. Yeah. That kind of stuff. But then I think specific to our text yesterday was. There are certain the T's were talk topics and teaching. There are certain talk, there are certain topics and certain teaching that will totally derail you. And so that, that those were the kind of things. That's I cool. Yeah, it's really fitting because like last week on the podcast we talked a lot about keeping the main thing, the main thing in your mind, mm. heart. But now we're talking a lot about keeping the main thing in our actions, right? In our and talk, mouth, in and mouth, yeah. and how you speak, yeah. Yeah. yeah, mind and mouth there, yeah, yeah. which is such a fitting reminder of like. The horrible, horrible dangers of gossip or the wrong words at the wrong time mm-hmm. say. And mm-hmm. yeah, I've just seen, I've been reminded too this week of just the the crazy consequences that careless words can have. Like wildfire. You know, and it reminds me of like when Jesus is talking about, hey, what goes into your mouth, right? Goes in your stomach, goes out, you're done. Yep. What comes out of your mouth is just such weight and it, it reflects your heart and all these like terrible things that can come out of it and yada yada. So mm-hmm. just being mindful of like when you open your mouth, being aware of this, this, this is what can come out. Yeah. And these are the consequences you can have in your community and your family and the kingdom of God, all these things. Well, we've talked about this a lot on the podcast, but, but don't, do you also think like the, the messaging we put out on the internet, social media, uh, what, what we're taking in from, from, you know, videos we watch or articles we read, blogs, podcasts, all that stuff. Uh, that's lumped in here too, right? It's not just what we verbalize. Obviously there is more, I think there is something special about saying something out loud that yep. either for good or evil can, can, there's a certain power to it as well. But, but each of us also have a voice online. We do. And, and, yeah. and people have voices online that we're listening to. So that's, that's, what why, that's what I'm trying to say. That's yeah, why. Yeah. And I, it, that's why I stopped. I started to do the talk, but then I'm like, no, it's talk, topic, and teaching. Right. Because I think that's in the text. I yeah. think that's what's happening here. And then Paul gets really direct and says, here's some examples, which we you mentioned. But but yeah, I I think it's so... I don't know where to go with this one. It's like, how, do I think more of on how I'm using my mouth? Yes, I should. Hmm. Or do I think about how I'm taking in other Being influenced. Yeah, by yeah. W- topics and topics and teachings and um, talk that, that's coming into my ears because this, what's so scary about this is it doesn't seem that bad. It's just hmm. like, oh, it's just a movie. It's just a blog. It's just a article. It's just a right. whatever. And it really, in some ways, just is. But too much of it, over time, it just it's like a pebble in a backpack, pebble in a backpack, and all of a sudden you got a whole backpack full of, you know, rocks. And so it's just it's it affects you over time and we don't really realize that. Yeah. Sure. I wonder how many people listening, or even ourselves, I'm sure we all feel this way sometimes. It's like we think we're capable of spending mm-hmm. the majority of our time doing something and having it not affect our attitudes, right? We think like, yeah, I can binge this show on Netflix or I can spend all my time reading this sports analyst or this car thing or whatever it is and not think that somehow 
this is going to impact my perspective and attitude in the context of my reality, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like how I'm viewing the world, how I'm viewing issues and viewing people and all that stuff. Do you guys feel that way ever? Oh, like, oh, no, it's fine. I'm, I'm fine. I can separate I it out. Yeah. I, I can separate it out. And and that's why that's why I loved what what you challenged with us with Jason was like I think I think a lot of us in this room would say Jesus Jesus and his his person, his promises, his precepts, all that stuff. That is my main thing. But then you were like, but is it? You yeah, know, yeah. really? Really? Yeah, yeah. You know, because because the, the the if we examine what we're doing with our time, you know, what what are we reading? What are we listening to? What are we spending all our time thinking about and discussing? It it will reflect what Absolutely. our main thing is. And you can only have one main thing. Right. And and that was such an important thing for us to 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 talk about, yeah. Well, let's look, look at before we go into like his. He gets specific with an example of those guys, right? But before that, he says just the the warning is to avoid it because it will lead more people into more and more ungodliness. Like that's the that's that phrase for increasing slowly over time, increasing to godly ungodliness, and then their talk will spread like gangrene, which right. sometimes is translated cancer. So do you want to, Sean? Did you want to tell us about gangrene? Like, like that's the yeah. effect. Is it? It's it, not just it, you. It's not no. just you. Yeah. It spreads. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you didn't on Sunday, but Nathan, when he taught this this chunk of scripture, he did talk a lot about this idea of gangreneness, right? And if you're not familiar with gangrene, don't Google image it. It's <laughs> so pretty pretty I, gnarly. I, I did tell people I googled it. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Well, so basically, gangrene it's an infection that can happen, right? When you get a wound of some sort, and it's a bacterial infection, and what happens is, you know, it starts small, and then it spreads. And it will destroy the flesh on your body. And a lot of times, you don't even know you have this. You know, you don't even feel the pain that's happening a lot of the times until it's too late and you really do. But there's a, there's this window where you're not really feeling the effects, but then you look down and all of a sudden half your calf is just eaten away by this terrible disease, yeah. right? And so isn't it with Eesh. this. Like we're talking about, I mean, all of sin really, but in this, this specific thing of just engaging with this God-defaming talks or topics or teaching like you're saying or whatever that looks like or the gossip of things man we we just don't understand that that one little bite in our leg that we engage with didn't feel so bad and then for a season it's just eating away at yeah. our our heart at our core at our our view of our savior just destroying yep and then we do see and it's this huge just life impacting thing or or we feel paralyzed, whatever those, whatever that looks like as far as the impacts in your life, things didn't have to be that way, right? Mm-hmm. But this gangrene was allowed to just spread and eat away and destroy your life. And but we know that's how it is with all sin, right? Yeah. That's what sin does to your life. That's what Satan wants to do to your life. But I think especially in terms of like we're talking about right now, when it, like gossip and putting things out and the power of words, mm-hmm. so much more I think in that context than like if I was an alcoholic or something, we don't see the damage until it's too late and it's huge. Yeah. You know? Right, right, right. Yeah, I, I, I th- a couple of verses come to mind as you were talking about that. Um, so first, Paul is talking in, in Galatians chapter 5 just about uh, another <laughs> false teaching, right? A lot of times <laughs> you look at Paul's ministry to the churches and that's a huge part of what he's what he's up to is he's putting out these theological fires everywhere. You know, that these these people have gotten confused or malicious wolves have come in and, and tried to devour people with false teaching. And and in, in Galatians chapter five, verse nine, uh, Paul talks about this this concept that you see all throughout scripture, but he says, A little leaven leavens the whole lump. And it's a reference to when you put yeast into dough. What does it do? 
causes it to rise. It causes it to rise. Okay. I like panic for a second. Yeah, you're like, you're like I don't know. What does it yeah, do? yeah. But it doesn't take that much, right? Right. And right, you don't right. have it's to a little bit. And you don't really even have and to. And your work. wife does this. And she does. Makes amazing bread. She does. And you don't even really have to to do the spreading yourself. It just it just happens. It, happens. it just happens. You know. And and then I also thought about in Hebrews twelve. Well, real quick, since you're yeah. still in Galatians five, yeah, yeah. He also says in there, I love that. Uh, somewhere in there, it's, he says, "Who cut in on you? Right. You were running a good race. Right. Who cut in on you and kept you from obeying the truth? Like right. what little what little thing came in? Yeah. And it was so it was you're so, leaving the truth. You're leaving grace. Yeah. Like and why? now you're swerving the yeah yeah, right? yeah 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 yeah. And then there's this there's this other you know first that that brought, came to mind is uh, Hebrews chapter twelve and it, and verse fifteen it says. See to it that no one fails to obtain the grace of God, that no root of bitterness springs up and causes trouble, and by it many become defiled. Yeah. So you see this idea of like, hey, don't we got to give grace? God's given us grace. We got to give it to each other. Don't hold on to things. Don't harbor unforgiveness or bitterness in your heart, because if you do, it's not just affecting you; it affects many. He uh, says yeah. many will become defiled, right. and so. You know, wh- whether it's gangrene or it's leaven or it's bitterness, like we have to understand in the body of God that these things don't just stay with us. Like if if there's nasty stuff in your life, it's going to spread to other people in your life. And that's a sobering thought. It is sobering. And it's and it's also I'm glad that you said that it's other people because it um, the picture here is ga- not. Uh, the analogy is gangrene in your in your own body, right? Mm-hmm. So that it's affecting your yourself. But the picture here is it's the body of Christ. Yeah. So he's saying this stuff spreads throughout and affects so many other people. Right. And it's amazing how one person's actions or words can have so much destruction on so many people. And I appreciate that you say that because that's why Paul's saying like, "Hey, this needs to be cut off." And these guys are coming from within the church. Right. So this is primarily does this stuff stuff happen outside the church? Of course. But this is saying, "Hey, the." It's people within the church family. The call is coming from inside your house. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it's like people saying something that that then – and talking in a manner that some of it is – and I think that I'm a little nervous though that listeners will think like, oh, this is all talk that's just so blatantly ungodly and just gnarly. Mm. The phrase is uh, empty talk. So it's like – it covers ungodly things, so things right. that are wrong. But remember, I think I mentioned on um, – I did mention on Sunday, I don't know what, if I did it at both services, that it's two Greek words put together, and it's the first is emptiness or fruitless, words that have sound but no substance to it, mm. and the second word is voice. So it's things that come out of your mouth that have no real meaning and depth, and that that there's all sorts of topics that we get into that just Oh man, you should you should have been nothing. on this trip with the high schoolers. Dude. There was all <laughs> kinds of this yeah. empty talk out there. And that's the Shout scariest out to them. I love them. Yeah, yeah, you just took a dig. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag they're annoying. Yeah. Uh, most so, of it was happening uh, between the hours of midnight and three AM when I was trying to sleep. I heard a skunk visit. Yeah. We got a great story about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that the skunk story? Yeah, okay. well it's just, you know, the sleeping was not good, uh, whether it was you know, empty, foolish talk happening, you know, right. after hours. Or whether it was a skunk invading the camp. And- would, this is funny. This is this came up at staffing. This is funny. So Dan, after having these bad nights of sleep, right, he's in this pattern of these kids suck. I can't sleep. <laughs> so then one night, I guess a, a giant skunk comes into camp and Steven sees it and all these high schoolers are freaking out because they don't want to get skunked, right? 
And it was whatever, two in the morning. And they're trying and then, to be silent. They're trying to, trying to be silent, but like, oh, gosh. Oh. Whisper, like, move out of the way, move out of the way. And then freaking Dan is in the tent next door, and he doesn't know this is happening. He doesn't know this skunk is there. So he just, he just rips him a new one. Hey, can you just try try to be a little quiet? And they're like, there's a skunk. It's so funny. Okay, so first of all, if, okay, if Alex Johnson was here, who's, who's you know our tech director on Sunday mornings, long-time intern of mine, he would come to my defense. Because he, according to his account, he he said that the the time when I when I said what I just said, and first of all, I didn't say it in that voice. Okay, I was a lot nicer than that. But he said it was much after the skunk had left, and they were still kind of like uh, being okay. goo- goose. I pictured it with the skunk hey, there. Let me just say something. By the way, I love those guys. Okay, I had an amazing time. Yeah, we we, we had some serious connections, but it was there was a little annoying. Yeah. So shout out to you guys. Love you guys. But I still felt it was funny that you were the one saying, please try to get some sleep. Please try to be quiet. Because I told people I remember being on troops with you years ago where hey. people would say to you, Dan, okay. could you please? All right. Okay, let's okay, move anyway, on. But yeah, I, I'm, a, I'm nervous, though, that people will just think it's it's just totally defiling talk like obvious and gossip stuff, and just yeah. meet, and, it, and, I, and we're missing it if, that, if you think that. So it's, it, it's, it covers – also things that just does that there's you, no value does that conversation yeah. even matter there's, does it have any value or worth and that to me is more sobering because i think about all the stuff we talk about for hours and hours of your life and you know read about or you catch a blog here and it's just it's just man a lot of it's like does this even matter like yeah. the, and he's saying over time that'll eat away at you and it'll affect other people that's good yeah, well I, I like picturing like the the rock analogy or whatever or your calendar thing Maybe maybe I'll change it. Maybe it's like a, a you have a pile of lumber, right? Wood, and it's just like you're taking that wood, and every year you're doing something with it. You have two options: you're you're taking this wood and contributing to building God's house mm-hmm. with it, or you're just chucking it in the lake. You're throwing it away. And so I, I like your reminder of just it's not even this horrible. It's not like you're using that wood to beat someone to death, you know. Yeah. <laughs> but you're just wasting the wood. You might be. You, you might. could be. You could yeah. be. You totally could be. <laughs> but just the main thing isn't the main thing. Yeah. Right. Yep. Jesus exactly. is not number one, and if that's if that's true, we're just missing out. We're not contributing towards the building of God's kingdom, and even as we're seeing, we're, we're damaging it. Right? right. And so the overall call is what what um, Sean just said is that is him saying, hey, keep the main thing, the main thing. There's lots of pressing things in every culture. Ephesus had their own pressing stuff. We went through a bunch of those. But he said, hey, you need to keep the main thing, the main thing, which is Jesus Christ crucified, risen, and reigning. And so be careful what stuff comes in. Then he then he, then he he gives the warning, hey, there's your irreverent Bible can come in and that can really mess up. And then he gives the specific example, these guys. So did you guys want to talk about those guys? Yeah. For, or just more of the fact that they swerve from the Yeah, truth. I think that's the, that's the key thing. And I just, I love that analogy. It's it's a through line throughout the scriptures. Like it, anytime we're off target, that that is a swerving from the truth. It's a it's it's sin. Like it's we have we have missed the mark. Yeah, and that's such a powerful picture that we need to put in front of each other all the time. You know, we need to make sure that we keep that that image because it is so easy for us. You know, to swerve and and I love and scary because sorry, real quick, no, just no, because no, you're you, good. you you know, I showed that picture of axe throwing of us up at Hume Lake, right, right. And the, the 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 picture is that the people, well, like when you're axe throwing or when you're you know shooting arrows or you know archery or whatever, you're the, your goal you're you're aiming for the center, right? And so the same thing, Paul's saying these guys were aiming for the truth, mm. and they swerve. So it's mm. that's that's it's not like they set out and they woke up one yeah. day and they're like let's ruin a bunch of people's lives. Sure. 
And I just, that's very sobering for me. Because who wouldn't we say that all the three of us have given our lives to aim for the truth? Yeah. And so aiming for the truth and then to have swerved from it is heartbreaking. Well, and I love, I love how you put it in here. It's like, so how do we do that? We stay clear of influences and teachings that, that undermine God's promises. And I love that you talked about this as being a, a communal kind of thing. This isn't just something you do. The swer- that the steering clear of these influences, you, sometimes you need help. You know, oh, like, yeah. like you were like, Hey, you were encouraging people. Hey, if you're really into this blog or you're really into this book or you're, you're really enjoying this TV series or whatever, like include other people in it, n- not to get them sucked in, but to say, Hey, like, can you take a look at this and see, am I, am I, I am I swerving? Like, cause I think I'm aiming for 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 something true. This is resonating with me, but I, sometimes I need some help. And and then what what we can do is we can come alongside each other and and point each other to scriptures and just say, well, let's compare it. Let's compare it to the Word of God because the Word of God is infallible and it's and it's eternal and it's perfect. And we need to just like we need to like line up everything with that, you know, yeah. Yeah. and. I think I think with that, I think it's like important to just remind ourselves that there's no like formula for all these different as far as that the T for topics, it's different for everybody, right? Because mm-hmm. it's in relation to your heart, in relation to the balance of your heart and mm. God's word. Like like a certain movie for Jason could be totally swerving for him, and for me it's not. Mm. Like football. Dan, you love football. Football for someone could be totally the thing that's making Jesus not the main thing. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But for some people like you, you can totally hang with that. So like it's not we don't want to get into the like the whole like this show is bad or good yeah or whatever. we're not gonna blacklist stuff right yeah but it is so important like you're saying of, of involving people to be able to talk about it in a healthy way and mm-hmm. ask for their input because that's yep. that's the huge part of of having God's Jesus's body to be able to do that edifying and pointing out and correcting and all that good stuff yeah and I there there's this um, Jason you did such a good job of explaining the whole phrase like upsetting the faith of some. So, so these people, which is the result, right? These people have swerved and it's upsetting people. And, you know, I think we look at that, you know, from our English grid and we're like, Oh, that, that's kind of, sounds kind of annoying. Like, you got upset. I, yeah, yeah. Like a, a, ba- a baby gets upset, you know, because you took their toy away or because they have to go to bed or, or, or we, we get upset because, you know, we're hot or hungry or whatever. And we're just do, kind of Do you remember what the, what the Greek is for this? Well, yeah. So, so you said, that it, it's to it's to turn over. It's literally to like capsize or or like mm-hmm. you know completely turn someone's faith upside down. And I had such a, an amazing picture of that um, in my head as you were going over that because on this rafting trip something happened and mm-hmm. and as you were going through it uh, and I was listening, God brought that picture to mind. So can I can I yeah, tell you the story? Yeah. So so we were we were on our second day of our trip and. About 10 minutes in after we pushed in, our guides were telling us the whole day, hey, about 10 minutes in, it's going to be the gnarliest rapid we're going to do this whole time. Uh, and it's it's a four plus. And uh, five... Oh, this is the classes? Yeah, so the classes. So, so a class five is the is the the highest class that like a regular person can go down. Niagara Falls. Yeah, no. Without no. special training. Yeah, yeah. So, so like class six... But you got training, right? Well, yeah, but like... Yeah, like a guide, basically, you have to be a guide. You have like to be a, a river professional guide. rafter with yeah, yeah. class six, right. right? So, and and actually, our rafters did some class sixes, and we had to get out and we hiked around and watched them. It was pretty awesome, by the way. Wow. It basically was a waterfall they did, 
it was like gnarly. So anyway, so we're like one step away from from illegal to to ride. Yeah, okay, you guys right. get in the picture. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And um, th- this particular sounds real safe. Yeah. So this particular um, rapid, you know, you drop in, and then it kind of shoots you down this real narrow canyon, and then there's one final drop uh, with a little turn, and then you then you you go into it leads you into this massive tunnel that was blown out of the mountain with dynamite by the miners, like, you know, in the 1800s or whatever. And so, so you kind of go into this tunnel, you can kind of picture it. And so I was uh, the third boat to go down. First boat goes down. No problem. Second boat goes down. We lose a couple guys. Okay. We call call them swimmers. Okay. So we had a couple swimmers in fall out. They fall out. And then we're the third boat. We make it down unscathed. But as we're floating through the tunnel, we're trying to help the other boat get their two guys back in and, you know, and there's paddles in the water. So we have to try to figure all that out. Well, as we're doing that is already like pretty chaotic, but we turn around and, and literally the boat right behind us is flying through the air upside down, completely upside down. As you can imagine, everybody's everybody's everywhere. Like there's people, it is like pandemonium. There's people everywhere. (laughs) And there's, you know, paddles flying and, and, and people are just screaming and it's just nuts. Right. Yeah. Meanwhile, we're all still like floating down the river. Well, the guide, know? the guide fell out. Then everybody fell out. Yeah. So, so then we're all trying to help them. All the other boats are pulling people in. We're getting paddles. The guide gets to his boat. He does this like crazy ninja trick to like flip the boat over. It's like pretty awesome. And so we all get back in, and and uh, we're kind of just like you know, everybody's shell, in different boats now. Everyone's in different boats now. Some people are cut up and bruised and bleeding and all that stuff. And then we realize we we can't find we're missing somebody wow and and so a period of time goes by i don't know how long it was felt like eternity but we're looking back through the tunnel we're on the other side of the tunnel now the rapids run explain the tunnel i missed the tunnel yeah so remember it's like the miners blew out uh, oh yeah 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 so we're <laughs> we're looking back and the the rapids are on the left side of the tunnel you can yeah, still yeah, see yeah. it come in mm-hmm. the cliff is on the on the right side and as we're looking, calling this person's name, screaming, freaking out, all of a sudden we see this like figure jump over the rapids, like from the cliffs and like land into the tunnel and just like get into the flow of the river. And what had happened basically is this guy had got caught in this it little- was Jesus. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, was it yeah. the, was the kid that fell out? Yeah, it was the kid that fell out he, and we couldn't find him. And so he was like caught in this little eddy and he couldn't, he couldn't paddle out because the current was so strong. So he climbed the cliff and he jumped over so anyway, so so I tell all this to Wait, say, and then he got back in, and he got back in, and everybody was fine, and we oh, signaled. This is going to be the yeah. story for life. Yeah, exactly. And then we signaled to our our. We got everybody right in the back in the back right boats, and then we signaled to um, our bus driver at the top of the mountain that we didn't need emergency evac, and then he took off, and he's like, "All right, I'll wow. see you on the other side," because um, that was like the point of no return. We had to if it that was the only point we could get out of the river, basically. So anyway, first of all, no any. Any parents listening to this are not letting their kids go on any of our trips. <laughs> oh, it was so amazing. It was so amazing. So anyway, um, I, I, I tell that story because as you were talking about uh, this, these, these, these cringeworthy examples of, of swerving from the truth like, and the effects that it has of just turning things upside down for people, you know, just ha- like these people are being, are being affected in a way that is capsized. like – Yeah, they're capsized. It's like it's – it is a cataclysmic event to their faith yeah. because of the, of these people swerving from the truth. 
And so I, I feel like even now I could just close my eyes and like see this neon green raft just like flying through the air upside down yeah. and completely dumping all the people. And the interesting thing about it is obviously it affected those people who were in that boat. Yeah. But for all of us who were on the trip, it, it really affected us as well because we we went into panic mode and we're freaking out and we're hurting and we're we're like scared scared and all anxious. this stuff yeah and so so it just was such a cool picture for me and and I hope um I hope it kind of uh brings it to life for people in in, in a little bit of a different yeah, way yeah brought life to me right now oh speaking of flip do you I mean, on that picture of like upsetting just the flipping nature of that do you, I ask myself myself all, all the time do you ever think to yourself just on a daily basis would Jesus flip my table right now? Ooh, uh, that's know? good. It's the same dude. kind of thing. It's like yeah. the, I mean, the main thing is not the main thing. If he walked into my life right now. Would he make a whip and just start cleaning house? Dude, would he just <laughs> – seriously though. And yeah. I think for so many of us, a lot of the days is yes, he absolutely would. Would he walk in and like turn turn the, the Netflix series that I'm watching on off? Yeah, He's yeah. Like, what, are you, what are you doing? Yeah. Where he Let's mute go. that social media account or yeah. whatever it is. Would he delete that account whatever Yeah. Yeah, no, that I that's a perfect picture, Dan. Like, because mm-hmm. it's because it's I I pictured these group because it says Hymenaeus and Philetus were among them. Yeah. So there's a group of people that have started teaching some things and getting people to talk about certain things and think about certain things. Not to mention Ephesus had its own issues that you're just thinking about within the the Ephesian culture, um, which is is not much different than ours. Uh, that is making them think, spend tons of time thinking about this stuff to the point, and I picture this, that they're saying, wait a minute, what do I believe anymore? Well, if that's not true, you guys are telling me this is true, but Paul was saying this is true, and Jesus is saying this is true. Well, what is true anymore? And if that's not true, then da-da-da-da. And, you know, and then sin loves that, so then it's like, well, then forget it. I'll just do what it, you know. So it's, and, then it, and then now it takes people who are helping those people. It takes people... Even if I'm not upset and flipped upside down with my, my faith, because it says it's, a, it's flipping the faith of some. Some, right. Right? It's still now, if I'm even a helper, now I'm helping trying to care for a friend whose faith is just totally rocked, which is something we should do. As a, And that's taking time and energy that I can't now. It affects everybody. Share the faith with yeah. someone who doesn't even know the faith. You know, just right. everything's affected. Yeah. Everything's affected. Yeah. And I think, too, like, I mean, we're talking a lot right now about people within the church family. Mm-hmm. But we got to think about how is this going to affect people who don't know Jesus Christ, who are watching mm-hmm. our lives right now. Mm-hmm. This reminds me of a story that happened yesterday. A lot of stories today. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> I was I was shooting a house. If you know me, I'm a videographer and photographer, too. So I was shooting a house for a realtor. This thing happened near the end. I mean, this was like a chaotic. It was a terrible day, terrible day in mm-hmm. regards to this shoot. Then at the end, this dog, okay, that had been locked in a room the whole time, they were let out by their owner. It's a small, kind of white, scruffy, yippy looking dog. And it came up to me and it was like a little bit agitated looking. And I'm good with dogs. Y'all know me. I'm like a dog whisperer, okay? And so. <laughs> What do you do with dogs? I gently put my 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 the hand, doggy handshake hand backwards hand down. Towards the doggy yeah, handshake. It's okay. Yeah. Just smell me, buddy. Just <laughs> right. smell me, buddy. As I'm doing this, Jason can see my hand right now. Uh-huh. Point towards oh, him. Wow. The dog attacked my hand. Like you can see it down over there. Ferocious beast. He bit me immediately. Bit me. Wow. And hard. I was like immediately gushing blood on the floor. Oh my gosh. And so just out of instinct, the second that that happened. I mean, it just went from zero to a hundred. Yeah, I just snapped my hand out and scruffed the dog. What, was, said, what does scruffing the dog mean? Like you grab it by the, the skin scruff behind its, its shoulder. Oh, okay. yeah. So yeah. dogs and small and cats—that's how you like stop them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You scruff them. So I mean, I snapped my hand out and scruffed the dog, so it couldn't bite me anymore. I said, "No, 
Yeah. You do not bite someone just trying to love you and let you smell their hand. <laughs> and then you punted him across the room. And then I am Korean, so then I ate him. Just, <laughs> oh, wow. And then that was a joke. Let's no one get offended. Let's edit that. No, it's okay. We'll eat it. And then, and then the owner, the dog's owner, comes over. Is this middle aged lady? This dog's owner comes over, and scruffs yelling. You. Does she, she scruff you? No, she comes over yelling, screaming, "You poor thing! You poor thing!" I'm like, thank you, some validation here. And she walks over and she's talking to the dog. Wow. She grabs the dog Ugh. and is like, like, like I'm this monster that attacked the dog. Oh my gosh. Right? And so oh, anyways, I, I really want the story that she scruffed you. I know. She should have. <laughs> so anyways, I'm like dumbfounded, right? I feel like I, this dog just attacked me. You heard her baby. Her baby. Anyways, the takeaway for this, for me, in regards to this conversation is it doesn't matter what my motive was in that situation. You know, from my perspective – this dog came. I was trying to do the loving thing, engage with this dog. But it doesn't matter because this person who, you know, in my opinion, she's a little bit off the off the wire, right? But still, from her perspective, I attacked her dog and she has a, a certain view of me now. Yeah. You know? And so many times when we're talking about people who don't know Jesus, same kind of thing. We can't expect them to see things reasonably through the perspective that we have of God's word and his truth and the reality of Jesus Christ because they don't. So when we think about engaging with certain conversations or certain whatever topics or social medias, people are going to see that, mm-hmm. you know, and how are they going to process that? I don't think we think about that a ton of how is this coworker or this family member or whatever going to process the way that I am making this thing not the main thing or whatever, yeah. you know? And so looking back, it's like, yeah, maybe a smarter Sean would have seen this dog that wasn't like, you know, a murderous looking dog. We've just said, maybe I shouldn't engage with that. Yeah. Maybe I just shouldn't try. Even though my motives are right. And so often when it comes to relationships, we have that exact same situation happen, right? Minus some blood. <laughs> wow. wow. That's good. You guys are painting a lot of pictures today. Yeah, dude. I hope, you're, uh, I hope your hand heals up. It looks looks like you got it, it you pretty good. all swollen up yesterday. It was bleeding. It was like, does it, I, literally I thought to myself, does this dog have rabies? Because that's how it just acted towards me. Wow. Dang. It's okay wow. now. No, time I'm, will tell. Fine. Time I'm will fine. tell. Are they still going to use your video? <laughs> they they are still going to use the video. Okay. That's hilarious. I um so you know let's get back back to the text. <laughs> let's stay the course, yeah, huh? Let's stay, stay the, the course. course. Keep <laughs> the main thing. The main thing. The uh, you know, so this this terrible things happen in in the church here in Ephesus, and so it's you know they've been flipped upside down, and then but it causes us. The warning is steer steer clear, which you read earlier, Dan. Steer clear of influences and teachings that undermine God's promises, but. I ask people to spend some time thinking about what are I think by by um context it's it's things that are really that are ungodly that are teaching things against what Jesus teaches right and so we certainly need to think about that but I think it's by principle and in maybe a larger context it's also is there anything is there any topic anything that you have made a higher priority and you now spend more time talking about in this given month or this week, teaching, listening to teaching on or reading about or or um, thinking about. And so that's what I showed on the screen. Um, do you want to get into that a little bit or do we have time for that? Yeah, let's let's, let's get into it. And, and I loved how you presented that. And it's funny because I, I think I know a lot of people said, hey, Jason, did you know that we couldn't read the text on that slide? The text on the was one so, slide, the first slide. It was yeah. like, what is this, a school for ants? <laughs> Yeah, you know, so like, if you weren't there, we put I I got hundreds, maybe I don't know. I got so many um, people sending things in from my question, which was, "What are the 
this was leading up to the teaching. This was before the teaching. I asked for the past month, I've asked people, what are the current topics in our culture and in your life that you find yourself giving time towards when it comes to reading about them, talking about them, and thinking about them? So all these people send stuff in. So there's hundreds of stuff. Stuff, stuff, yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. And I put it up on the screen. And Just I, to show the sheer magnitude. Yeah, I put it a very yeah, yeah, yeah. small, small font so you couldn't read it just to show, wow, look at all this stuff. Then, then I showed another screen. I don't know if this translated onto this, the television screen for those of you watching at home. Then I showed another screen that, that zoomed in. So you could see some So of you them. could see about maybe, I would guess, 30 of them, 40 of them. Right. And let that stay on the screen for a while. And you could easily read those and just kind of – I said, go ahead and take a picture, kind of take some of those in just to get a sample. But I knew if the points I was going to make next – if I kept that on the screen, people would just be reading that. Right, right, they're not, right, they're not right, even right. thinking about what I'm saying, and we want to keep the main thing the main thing. So right. then, I, then I said, okay, let's zoom back out so you can't read it anymore, and yeah. you just see you, just all the little tiny words, you know. Right. And well, you, so and that's it, what we did, yeah. Totally, and, and, I, and it, was, it, it was good because it, you, did, you did a good job of just saying, like, these, these, some of these issues are, are real legitimate issues, and, and – it's okay to think about them and we actually need to have an understanding of them and we need to figure out how to talk about them and, you know, from a Christian worldview. Yeah, especially because like, all the latest hot topics were Exactly, on exactly. Yeah. So, but, you know, we have a limited capacity in terms of things in a given month that we can focus on. You know, maybe it's two, maybe it's five, maybe it's 10 if you're really super smart like Sean. Okay. But, he, but you said, hey, in a given period of time, a month or a week or, or whatever – how many things can be the the number one priority, the the most important thing in your life? There can only be one, right? Right, and and what what happens is we take some of those things that are important and we we put it in the place of Jesus, mm-hmm. you know, and 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 that's where we that's that's how we swerve. Mm-hmm. That that's that's what causes that swerving. Yeah, yeah, and I think like you said earlier, none of us, or I mean, most of us, probably. We're not making this intentional decision of, you know what, I'm going to make woodworking my new idol for the week. You know? <laughs> right. But no, you're just you're shifting your focus and you're shifting your time, especially in priorities and stuff. And before you know it, like you said, that's where you sit. Mm-hmm. Just from a certain different time perspective. Yeah. Like last week I gave that analogy about screen time. And it's like if you're spending 90% of your time doing things that aren't the word of God and aren't engaging with his people and aren't serving him, then yeah. what do you think is going to happen in your heart? Yeah, you know, well, I love I love what Paul says in First Corinthians fifteen, and you know, starting in verse three, he says, "I delivered to you this thing, and it is the thing of first importance. It's what I received from Christ. Okay, and I'm passing it on to you. And it and it's is my number one. It is the number one. It is first importance. Only how many things can be first importance? Right. One thing. One thing. And he says this: Christ died for our sins in accordance with the Scriptures. And he was buried and he was raised on the third day accordance, in accordance with the scriptures. And he appeared to all these people. And, you know, he talks about this grace that, was, that God has given to us and, and why he preaches this, mm-hmm. this thing as his main thing. And, and the whole passage, the whole, the whole section is really, really good. I'd encourage you guys to read 1 Corinthians 15 because you'll walk away with this really clear picture of what is to be at the center of our lives. What is the first most important thing to us, you know, in in terms of our time and, you know, how much we engage in conversation and all that. So, yeah, um, I love that idea of first importance. I think it slides in really good with, with the text from Sunday. 
And, and as a practical kind of application, I asked people and I told people I do this myself at the end of every month. I'm pretty, I'm pretty, um, you know, I'm not, not, um, what's the word legalistic about it, but I, um, but I pretty faithful to at the end of every month, it can be on a napkin on a piece of paper. I just kind of jot down looking at my phone, thinking through the past month, maybe asking something to Natalie, just thinking through what have I spent a lot of time thinking about mm. reading what articles or what books have I been reading or what things have been, you know, blogs or whatever I've been reading and what I've been talking about with people. Yeah. And I write it out. Just, it just takes me 10 minutes, 15 minutes. And then I look at it and I, and I ask myself, well, I am the Lord. Is there, do you want me to keep doing this for the next month? And I can sometimes immediately see, oh man. It's like a little. It's a little course correction. Yeah, I've been come. I've been yeah. consumed with this topic lately. Or that's all I've been thinking about. Or that's all mm. I've been talking to people about. Um, then, then I say, um, you know, like, are there the things that I want? To, and then I also ask, do I have I been talking with Jesus and reading His Word and thinking about His truth equal to these things, more than these things, less than these things? And I don't go through like super, you know, like. You know, writing down hour by hour. I just kind of it's get a check in. It's, it's a like sense. a little yeah, check in. It's a hard yeah. check. And, That's cool. And then, then I go, okay, well, I'm starting the next month. So, um, and I do that because I am so easily swerved. I can, so, you know, people, and if I don't pick a number one, someone else will gladly pick it for me. There are so many people around me saying, this is important. This is important. We need to talk about this. You'll get influenced. We need to talk about this. Yeah. yeah. And then you become reactionary instead of proactionary, being proactive in your relationships. And so that's a great practice. Good. I, I mean, I feel like those people listening, you get it. You got it. I feel like you got some good takeaways for evaluating your heart, your mm-hmm. life, your schedule, your your news feed, mm-hmm. Instagram feed. Come on now. Come on. ESPN, whatever it is, you know, just do a check. Yep. Do some checks. And where your time is, that's where your heart is. Yeah, and 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 so much. I mean, again, this this is the, the behold podcast, right? But and we don't want to be like um, kitschy with it or whatever. But but it's it's so powerful. Like when we behold Jesus, when we behold His person, His yep. promises, and His precepts, and all all those things that you that you mentioned, how powerful He is. When we do that, things are going to change in our life. Mm-hmm. It's not going to maybe happen all at once, right? It's this it's this glory to glory kind of step yep. by step, increasing gradual transformation and and the more we behold jesus the more we become like him the more we are changed into his image right that's right and so so that's got to be like our main thing and and jason you know you i know that you were really struck by um, some of paul's words in first corinthians just about about how we're investing you know and maybe maybe you can leave us with that as, as we close like this is a good like sobering kind of like gut check for us um it's a way for us to to really evaluate, like use this as Jason goes through this to, as a chance to like evaluate, like how am I building, how am I investing? Um, so I don't know if you want to get in, you want to just jump right in that. And maybe I that's do, how we I do. We can. Let me. I'll read that, and then maybe I have a word of encouragement because this is kind of this is kind of. Punchy. It's going to bring it down this a little punches, bit. <laughs> yeah, this <laughs> punches you in the heart. I have one after you too. So go. Uh, okay. An encouragement one or encouraging. a punch? You? Okay, okay. Um, <laughs> scruff them. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, in First Corinthians three ten, it just talks about the fact that that there's been a foundation that's been laid for us. That's Jesus Christ. That Paul's been building on that foundation. That we're to be building on that foundation. So it says, by God's grace, by the grace God has given me, this is First Corinthians three ten through fifteen. I laid a foundation as a wise builder, and then someone else is building on that. 
But each one, that's each one of you in your life, should build with care. For no one can lay any foundation other than the one that's already laid, which is Jesus Christ. But then he's saying you build upon it. Verse 12, if anyone builds on that foundation, this foundation using gold and silver and costly stones and wood and hay, things that you build with, their work will be shown for what it is. Because the day, there's a day coming that will bring it to light. And it, it will be revealed with fire and the fire will test the quality of each person's work. Hmm. If it has been built um, well, and if, it, if what has been built, built survives, the builder will receive a reward. If it is burned up, because it doesn't have quality, doesn't have anything eternal or lasting, right? The builder will suffer loss, but yet will be saved. So it's talking about believers here. You'll still be saved, even though, even though only as one escaping through the flames. It's just, just <laughs> barely getting in. Just yeah. barely getting in. And so I just, it's just striking. You know, what you do with your life, your word, your to- words, your topic, um, it's work that you're building upon a foundation. And your work will be shown for what it is. There's a day coming that it will bring it to light. And it will re- be revealed by fire. And the fire will test the quality of each man's work. Well, let me, let me just jump in one and just co- quick comment on that before, you, Sean, you, you, you yeah. take us home. I think practically a way that we can evaluate what we're building, right? Mm-hmm. Is if we, <laughs> I think if we, like if we ask a question about the eternal nature of, of what, what we're doing, right? Mm-hmm. So, so like, and, and Sean, you talked about motivations earlier and motivations, you know, sometimes, sometimes we can have the right motivations, but still the wrong outcome. And that, and that's true. That's a reality, right? But if we can ask ourselves as we're living life, as we're building on this foundation, what's my motivation behind it? I think that will help us determine if we're building with quality materials or not. Mm -hmm. Right. And I love, I think a lot of us are familiar with first Corinthians 13, which talks about what, what love is like. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. But then at the end of that whole section, you know, Paul talks about, um, you know, all these amazing things like prophecy and tongues and, and words of wisdom and everything like, the, these they'll, these things that we really value, fade. they're going to pass away. There, there won't even be a need for them. Mm-hmm. Okay? Like in heaven, we won't need prophecy. Okay? We won't need tongues. We won't need words of wisdom because we'll be in glory, right? Mm-hmm. But he says there's three things that are going to last forever. What are they? Faith. Yes. Hope. Love. And love. Okay? Faith, hope, and love. So as we're building, ask yourself, is is what I'm doing, am I doing it out of faith? Mm-hmm. Am I doing it with with the hope of God in my heart, am I doing it in love? Yeah. I think those are those are great questions for us to ask, and it'll help determine if we're building with quality or not. Yeah, yeah. And maybe add in Christ to those things because you mm. know, you know, faith in Christ, hope yeah, in Christ. That's cool. Love defined by Christ, because yeah, 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 otherwise yeah. we'll define it by ourselves. But yeah, that's good. So that's good. Really good. So good. I got some encouraging stuff. Do you want? Do you want to go first? Do you want me to go first? Uh, no, you can go first. I just want I mine. Well, I'll tell you the topic to see if you want to end on this. Mine has to do with if you felt the in those people that expressed being overwhelmed by the current culture. There's so much stuff that's saying that it should be number one, and it seems so dark. It just seems so dark. All the topics that came in. I have a word of encouragement for that. Is that should I do that now? Yeah, man. Just do it. Yeah. So uh, it ends that passage that we're in. We were in 
ends with saying, but God's firm foundation still stands. Like that, like, like, uh, Paul saying, Timothy, keep the, keep the main thing, the main thing. Don't get sidetracked. Don't get derailed by all the, the cultural stuff around you. But if you're getting overwhelmed, remember God's firm foundation stands. He has a firm foundation and the Lord knows who is his. Um, the Lord will get, get you to the end. It'll get you to the end. And this, uh, there's a, uh, writer in, um, that, um, a theologian named Edwards that, uh, talks about the conjunction of this word but sometimes translated nevertheless it's there to express like a con- a strong contrast and this writer Ray Pritchard says these neverthelesses that that show up in scripture they're always there for, for to anchor us so that that we can hear God saying yeah 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 I know it's I know it seems bad I know it seems dark but but, but or nevertheless my word still stands and so he That's writes cool. he writes this I'll read it to you even in the days of moral decay, the Lord will always still say, nevertheless. Hmm. Do false teachers seem to abound? The Lord still says, nevertheless. Are perilous times upon us in the culture that you live now? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Well, the Lord says, nevertheless. Do we fear the future? The Lord will always still say, nevertheless. His promises stand. Are we worried about our children's safety? The Lord's response is always, nevertheless. Wow. Do we want wonder? Do we wonder how the church will ever survive this current time period? By the way, Ray Pritchard's writing in a totally different time period than ours. <laughs> That's so amazing. Um, the Lord says, nevertheless, do we see some falling away from the faith? Yes, we do. But the Lord says, nevertheless, are we tempted to despair sometimes? But the Lord says, nevertheless, could persecution come to us increasingly? Of course. But the Lord will always say, nevertheless. And do evil evil doers rise to power? Yes, they do. But the Lord says, nevertheless, my ways will stand. I have established my throne forever. My kingdom rules over all. Mm-hmm. And I will complete my purposes. It's good. That's so good. Whew. No, that's good. And just, I think, tying with that. And I'm glad you brought that up, Dan, because there's a lot of overlap. Is just thinking about this picture of the drought and the rocks, you know, and just the limit of those rocks. Mm-hmm. We have limited time on this earth. We just do. And so many of us treat our time like we don't have a limit, you know. If we really thought we had a limit, would we be spending six hours doing this or that or that or whatever? You know, no way. Yeah. Like, those rocks are so precious. And so with that, like, I can I I feel the fatigue of this all the time of like trying to manage your time effectively and just constantly reevaluating and re-steering your ship. Like that is a, a hard process, you know. But just with that, I think on the flip side, as you're doing these things and evaluating right now after this podcast, and as you're attacking your your schedule and your life and all these different things, Dan's thing of, of your motives is so important. Mm-hmm. Is where are your eyes fixed on, you know, where are your eyes fixed. And as you feel that fatigue of Managing your rocks, mm-hmm. man, would that just fuel your joy and hope for the time that's going to come where there is no jar? Mm. That's right. Where time is no longer a thing, where we don't have to ish- worry about these temporal, temporary things. Mm-hmm. This reminds me of Second Corinthians at the end of, of chapter 4. You know, they're talking about, about speaking the gospel of Christ, but they're going through hard things too. But they say, so, so we do not lose heart. Though our outer self is wasting away, our inner self is being renewed day by day. Mm. For this light momentary affliction is preparing us for an eternal weight of glory beyond all comparison. 
as we look not to the things that are seen, but to the things that are unseen. For the things that are seen are transient, but the things that are unseen are eternal. Mm-hmm. And man, I know that's like a half of a charge of, hey, stop looking at the temporary things, but also what a just exciting, beautiful yeah. thing that God is using this whole process, using our, our temporary time, this jar of rocks we got, to prepare us for immeasurable glory and eternity with him. Man, I, I, I can't wait until we can uh, tell each podcast is like 10,000 years. You know what I mean? We just spend 10,000 years <laughs> doing a podcast and it's like, it's cool. It's cool. Cause like we got, you know, 10,000 more tomorrow, like, or whatever, you know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love it. Uh, but for real guys, as you, as you leave this podcast, man, just, I think if, if you're if it's hitting you hard, like Jason said, then focus on those peas, you know, all the peas of Jesus, focus on eternity and let that renew your hope day by day. Amen. Love y'all. Thanks for tuning in. Peace. Thank you for listening. Be sure to subscribe for future episodes of Behold. If you would like more information about Valley Bible Church, or if you'd like resources from this episode, go ahead and check out vbc.online forward slash behold. Catch you guys next week.